Chronic Collectors 86. TNA's back. Not going to be the episode title. No. I'm better than that. Come on. It was a good pay per view. It was a good pay per view. I disagree with a lot of the online opinions that TNA is back. Um, I disagree with the uh, a lot of people that are saying. Um, some people are saying the TNA is the true secondary company now. It's just Nick Nemeth, guys. <laughs> I mean, the the whole pay per view in a whole was, you know, really done good. It was done good. Um, people were talking a lot of shit that uh, the TNA did better than AEW because they actually sold all their tickets and all this stuff. And it's like, well... It's a small arena and... It was like one-fifth or one-sixth of the size of an AEW event. Trust me. I could hear everybody's chants. Like, we heard this one dude. I don't know if you heard this on the pay-per-view. It could have even happened when you weren't paying attention. But there's this one point where this guy... Um, I'll, I'll elaborate more once I say it. But this one guy screamed out, Fuck kids! And everyone was like, Ooh, don't put those two words together. <laughs> but the reason was, is I don't know if you... Um, I don't know if you noticed during the... X Division title match. Um, there was a sign in the crowd that said Make Me Babies or something like that. I think it was for Vikingo. Uh-huh. And it said Make Me Babies or something like that. And people were chanting. I, I don't know if you heard these chants, but people were chanting throughout the whole match, Fuck your sign. Fuck your sign. Fuck your sign. Your sign stupid. Your sign stupid. That was the sign that everyone was referring to was this dude's sign. And some guy just yelled, fuck kids. And we're just like, no, no. You need to shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> uh, but it was a really fun event because there was a lot of like off-the-wall chants that unless you were there, you'd have no idea why they were relevant. Oh, usually that's, you know, in those small events like that, that's what happens. Um, it was nice to see Rhino come out. I know he's with T. I knew that was going to happen, though. I I mean, we all know he signed a TNA. I mean, even Bully Ray signed a TNA. Um, You just never know when some of these guys are going to pop up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Bully Ray actually made a comment the other day that said Nick Nemeth made the right choice. I'm like, I don't know. I, I think he made a choice that was good for his wallet, but I don't think Nick Nemeth sees it as a long-term thing. I think Nick Nemeth sees it as a, I'm going to make a shit ton of money because they're trying to become relevant. But. Well, not only is he like signed with TNA, but he's going to New Japan because he's going to be facing the global champion. He's even he's showing up in a MLW too as well. MLW. Yeah. Um, Matt Cardona challenged him to a fight at GCW. GCW. That's right. That's right. Like he's got a lot of he's got a lot of gigs. <laughs> he's got more a than lot he ever gigs. had in WWE. That's for sure. And I think that has a lot to do. With the AEW thing is Tony Khan will let you work the indies, but it's usually limited to like AAA and New Japan. Well, the thing was, what was he gonna do in AEW? Was he gonna team with his brother? Like, so why why have him come in? He's just gonna team with his brother. I think that's a big part of the reason why he didn't go to AEW. Huh. I think he feels like his brother got similar treatment that he got in WWE. Yeah, and I think it put him in the wrong direction there. Um, but I don't see Ryan Nemeth going to TNA only because Ryan Nemeth is really good friends with the elite. So unless the elite do something, I different, don't see him going anywhere. Yeah. Only on the fact that he's been defending them ever since Brawl out. Yeah. Since then, I don't see him going yeah, anywhere. He's a crucial part of the elite. Like he is really good friends with them. He's always on fucking BTE. Yeah. Especially with those stupid fucking cream things. That's I don't know what the fuck that was. He's, he's got the dumbest segments, yet they keep pushing him out. I love the Ryan Nemeth segments, but I understand why people don't like him. Um, he does the, you know, he's Hollywood through and through. He does comedy all the time. So did, did you hear that? 
I think it was uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, MJF is the number one wanted winner of the Royal Rumble. I I don't see him going to the Royal Rumble. Um, I, I don't either. And a lot of people bring up the point of his injury. But it's funny that, you know, you got The Rock. You got CM Punk. You got Cody Rhodes finishing the story. And MJF is getting a lot of people talking. Um, that that would be crazy, though. Like, Yeah. I, it might happen. Who knows? But that just shows you. MJF, if you look at the roster page at AEW, MJF off of it. Jack Perry's still on there. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I looked at it. I just <laughs> wanted to make sure because after the New, J- New Japan thing happened, I was like, well, is he still on the AEW roster page? And he was, and I was like... They made a point on uh, WrestleTalk, and they said, there's no way that he's out of AEW. This could be just him trying to better his career because New Japan wouldn't allow that. Yeah, not with the partnership they have, but, yeah. I, but I also think that... Um, I also think that AEW, Tony Khan, The Elite, some other names like Brian Danielson, probably told him, like, hey, ruffled some feathers. Wasn't a good look on us. We didn't really appreciate that. Like, the problem's gone, but at the same time, you didn't have to escalate the problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I think a big part of it's like, you, you got you got to go work. You got to go do some things with our partners. But honestly, if it wasn't Jack Perry, it would have been someone else. Yeah, well, it would have been probably Samoa Joe, or Brian Danielson himself, or yeah. somebody. <laughs> but I think I think a lot of it was them saying like, "Hey, you got to pay some dues. Like, you gotta you gotta make up for what you did. You gotta you gotta go do some work and you know patch some things up just with the industry in general." The fans. And I'm pretty sure they they did that only on the fact that what the hell is Jack Perry gonna do in AEW right now? Yeah. Um, I think I, I I can I can see it from a mile away and I could be wrong. But I think we are the next thing we're gonna see from Jack Perry in AEW is the return of Jungle Boy. And I think we're gonna see heel Jurassic Express. Mm, no. I see what's gonna happen is he's gonna end up becoming a face again. And they're going to bring back Jungle Express as a face company and face Christian Cage and Nick Wayne. I could see that because too. Because they, they already got the Kill Switch persona where the Kill Switch is like, you know, he already changed his name from Luchagoras to Kill Switch <coughs> and he's all like, you know, I should have had the TNT title and you took it away from me, but apparently he has something over him. Apparently he like murdered his mom or some shit. I don't know. I kind of I kind of like that um, Adam Copeland <laughs> is kind of bringing back the thing that Cody Rhodes was doing in AEW. Oh yeah, like he doesn't have a TNT title, obviously, but it, it just it reminds me a lot of what Cody Rhodes was doing in AEW, and I like that because we saw a lot of interesting faces, we saw a lot of interesting names, kind of like get to prove themselves in the ring. Mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston was one of those, you know. Um, so and I think it's great the way he's doing it. And I personally believe these are hand-picked opponents that Adam Copeland is picking. So to see him, like, picking these guys, it's like, you can tell this guy knows who the future is. Yeah. So, and he's not, like, CM Punk just going out there and dropping their names. Like, he's like, no, let's have matches. So. Well, yeah, plus, you know, he wants to wrestle. He hasn't one of the, forever. One of the funniest things I saw after the Jack Perry incident was uh, someone left a comment on the video from the footage or whatever, and someone wrote, that's real paper. <laughs> that's real paper, damn it. Uh. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. It'll. I'm more interested to see what's going on with MJF because there were a lot of rumors that MJF had already signed a contract extension. But both Tony Khan and MJF said, no, my contract expires on January 1st, 2024. Like, they both said, like, no, that contract extension thing, I don't know where that's coming from. And, yeah, it's not unusual for them to do a work like that. Um, and I'm not saying he's going to show up in the Royal Rumble, but if anyone... I, all I know is he's hurt. 
And I'm bet he's probably just sitting at home being hurt. And he might not have signed a contract at all. He might just be resting up. Yeah, I I just think these like these critics, guys like Booker T and Bully Ray, these people that are saying like, oh, he's not going anywhere. He's staying in AEW. There's no way he's leaving. Yeah. Blah blah blah. But I'm also like, too Also too, if he's hurt, wouldn't it be pretty good to stay in AEW just because of the insurance purposes? <coughs> yeah, that's another thing too. Going back to TNA. TNA's back. TNA's the real secondary promotion. Do you think that more than like <coughs> five or six of those contracted wrestlers are getting more than like 20 grand a year? No. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a, like, like, I'm pretty sure the entire TNA roster before Hard to Kill couldn't equal up to what Ryan Nemeth got paid to come to TNA. And who knows what he got paid. He might have not... He might have got, um, you know, a little bit. But who knows? <laughs> no, I think he got a fat paycheck. They had a bunch of CM Punk money just laying around. If uh, if Trinity doesn't show up in the Royal Rumble, there's going to be a lot of fans that are going to be pissed. <laughs> Well, I mean, she's still working TNA. She's got a couple matches and or she's got a couple tapings because they taped a they taped an event after on Sunday where Ryan Emmett debuted and stuff, and then she's got another match with somebody on on another taping. Yeah. I got a text and it threw me off. Um, I forgot what I was trying to say. But I don't, I, I see TNA as just another wrestling promotion. I don't see them as a top or. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I think realistically, secondary promotions are obviously going to be AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling. TNA is basically an uh, uh, international promotion because. They don't do well in the states. Yeah, but they do well but in Canada and they do well in England. Which when is you weird. look, when you look at everything on paper, AEW is to America what New Japan Pro Wrestling is to Japan and what AAA is to Mexico. Those three make up the true secondary promotions. Not a single one of them. Yeah, they're just their own regional areas, and TNA can't really say that. Well. We cover these other... Not really. You use other promotions to cover these areas. And you use your talent in those promotions through partnerships. Um, so I think a lot of people fail to see that. I think I think people... Some people have unrealistic expectations that someone could actually be a secondary WWE. Um, the problem is, is WWE has had so much time to become that. They didn't just become this overnight. Like... Even with the money Tony Khan has, he's still got like 20 years before he'll even be close to that. So. Mm -hmm. But I think Tony Khan understands one major thing, the only thing that matters. People need to be able to watch you. Um, and I think Tony Khan knows that. If he loses the Warner Brothers deal, he knows he has to go someplace that people have access to. If people don't have access to it, people aren't going to see it. And that's where TNA is going to fall. TNA is not going to be able to withstand momentum just with TNA+. Plus, mm -hmm. Especially when they got weird fucking pay-per-view guidelines. That, like, if you stop watching or, you know, any of that shit, like, you can't re-access it. Yeah, that was a weird one. That's super fucking weird. Um, that's not going to fly. Like, you don't have to worry about that with BNR. Like, why not put your pay-per-view on BNR? <laughs> like... It's not exclusive to AEW. You can call them up and say, hey, we want to put our pay-per-view on BNR. Is, I think a big part of it is the fee. I think the only reason they make it accessible on Fight still is because the fee on Fight is probably so low. But why am I going to buy a pay-per-view on TNA Plus when I can buy it for the same price on Fight, but I get unlimited replays? Mm-hmm. And something tells me TNA pay-per-views aren't going to be on Fight forever. Something tells me that uh, partnership is going to fade away soon as they try to get more 
more people to go through their proprietary apps so they can get all of the proceeds. Wait for TNA what? TNA will eventually stop putting stuff on fights so that they don't have to pay any fees whatsoever and people won't get unlimited rewards. Well, no, they um, they do that for international. They're on their own. Um, they got a, a contract with Endeavor. Yeah, but when you're on fight, you can still buy the pay-per-view even if you're not international. It's not like um, AEW where you have to be in the UK just to be able to buy and watch the pay-per-views. Like, you can legitimately buy it over there, and it'll work. My God, I don't know. Because yeah. I was looking into purchasing the event, and that was the only place that had... Um... How did you watch it? I can't tell you on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, but you found, a, you found a way. Yeah, I found a way. You found a way. You went to the it, pub. It made me feel like TNA again. <laughs> Back when, remember when that's how we before the network, yeah, watching the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania the hard way. Yeah, it made me feel like watching TNA again. I was like, ah, oh, this feels like normal TNA to me. I feel like the network was the only time offering an app truly worked, and apparent. Well, ROH is doing it right too because they did it with their last pay per view, and there's really no like. There's no hidden, like... <coughs> I think someone told Tony, and they were like, yo, like, we can't do $60 pay-per-views for Ring of Honor and AEW in the same month. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna fuck one or the other. Pretty so much. it's like, we gotta do something. And I enjoyed the fuck out of that TNA pay-per-view, but the ROH pay-per-view was better. Yeah. <laughs> like... That yeah. women's man, I did not know that was Dana Brooke. I didn't. Know I looked either. at her and I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" I saw them like looking at her. I, th- we didn't have any view on the screens. Yeah. Um. So I saw a bunch of people looking at her and pointing, like, "Who's that? Who's that?" But no one fucking knew who it was. We didn't find out until we went on social media. Um. And their merch booth was fucking terrible. So. Well, like I said, their merch booth right now because they don't have a contract anymore with uh, pro wrestling tees apparently. So. Like, right now, they don't really have a lot. Yeah, it's because Anthem is trying to cut out all the middlemen so they can get all the proceeds. And that was one of the main things I was telling people online. I was just like, TNA is never going to be a true secondary promotion because TNA is not owned by a company that wants a wrestling promotion. TNA is owned by a company that wants a real network, and they're trying to use TNA to boost their network to relativity. But no one has that fucking network access. You know what I mean? Uh, it's on Sling. That's got to be the only fucking people that have it, and Sling ain't cheap no more. Yeah. The only uh, they have it on Sling, and then if you want to watch it on uh, YouTube TV, you have to pay a premium uh, tier. It's it's available in a different tier. Yeah, it's the tier that I had, the sports tier with the football and stuff. So it's a little pricey. Well, I know we had like an Impact Wrestling channel at one point, but it wasn't like Access TV. It was just random wrestling events. Well, no, they also had Access on it too. Oh, wow. Okay. I believe. But I don't know. I might have been wrong. Let's see. Let's Google it. Access. YouTube TV. That's kind of how I found it. I just searched it on. Yeah, because it's on DirecTV Stream, but it's not on. Uh... Yeah, it looks like DirecTV Stream is the one that they recommend getting it on. Yeah, because they're a big. Because that's how I was like, I remember watching Access because I remember watching New Japan. Oh, well. Is it on cable? For access? Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe. Maybe on Time Warner, like, stream. Yeah, I don't know. I know, I don't, I don't know cable anymore, really. I don't know either. Or Spectrum. Not Time Warner, Spectrum. Um... 
Did you find out that I was right about the Moxley shirt? Um, let's see. <laughs> let's see if we have more uh, intel on that. I remember it. I remember what happened. I was the only sober one in the room. Because <laughs> they did not have they did not have it at at the show. Because I remember <coughs> we went to the show and we went to the merch booth first. Lacey cut like two hundred and fifty million people. We got our shirts because I was looking and I'm like, I don't want a shirt. And she's like, well, now is a good time to get a shirt if you're going to get a shirt because I don't think I can do this again. Reddit agrees with you. Yeah, see? Because I remember because... That's the only proof we have. Reddit agrees with you. This is what happened. Like, after the show, Mox does his thing and they're all doing whatever. And then as we were leaving, there's like a lot of people at the merch booth and there was a line out the door. But I remember we were walking out and Lacey goes, do you have the mock shirt? And the guy goes, no. And then we walked out and we walked through MGM. And then the next day I showed you that they had StarCast. Yeah. Because they still had StarCast for another day because um, it was on a Saturday. The pay-per-view was on Saturday. Which doesn't matter because you have the shirt now. You still have the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of random wrestling shit and, and shirts, that Nick Nemeth shirt's not too great. No. <laughs> that is the most Dolph Ziggler shirt they could have made, but I just don't dig it at all. It's so basic like the sh even the shirts they had at um the pay-per-view was like i feel like lacy can make these shirts yeah <laughs> like they weren't very impressive at all andrew sent that link for the cm punk gear that cm punk gear looks pretty nice i, I like that i like that shit but 40 bucks plus yeah and it only goes up to what 4x, 4X. yeah i could fit a 4x i just i didn't see nothing in 4x Everything got sold out quick. Yeah, but well, well, hopefully the store's still up. CM Punk clothing. I forget what the, I forget what it's the the branding. I forget what the uh, company is that they uh, that he worked with. There's mm. Root. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I, I found it. I'm about to say I know I'll find it. Because I wanted to get that hoodie, but that hoodie got sold out quick. But that hoodie was $85, and I'm like, eh, I'm not that big of a CM Punk fan. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, so... Like, take this tea, for example. It's just loading. I mean, 48 bucks, it's just ridiculous. I'm pretty sure now it's probably on. I mean, I looked on eBay. I can get a CM Punk hoodie in my size that looks just like that one right there. It's not the generic CM Punk hoodie. Let's see. I just got like the shittiest signal in the world. Let's see. What's going on? Oh, my mom's coming down tomorrow. Nice. So, yeah, it does go to 4X. Okay. I feel like some of the stuff doesn't go to 4X, though, because I looked at something and it didn't. You know? Well, uh, like I said, a lot of it got sold out. Like the. The hoodie got sold out, one of the hoodies. And... Which is kind of interesting that they, the WWE allowed him to do that. Because I would have I thought the WWE would have been like, no, you got to sell your merch on WWE Shop. 
And CM Punk still has a pro wrestling tea store, and he still has all his pro wrestling gear. <coughs> yeah, I see that. So this hoodie, right? Yeah, that's what I wanted. Yeah, 4X is the only size that sold out. Yeah. And that's the only one that I would have wanted to get. But $85 for a hoodie is just ridiculous. I bought like five hoodies for 16 bucks on on Amazon. And I'm okay with that. Andrew cracks me up when he's like... When he's like, um, you're bigger than me, damn it. I'm not really. It's like, calm the fuck down. <laughs> well, I did kind of antagonize him because I'm like, well, I don't know. A lot of sites don't like fat. <laughs> hard to tell how, how much time we've been recording because it's all in bars. Oh, we got to figure out the the length or? Uh, no, I'm just curious what it does when it gets to the end of uh, 816. Let's see what it does. <laughs> We're just gonna, we'll just sit here and watch it. We'll watch it. It's almost there. Looks like it just keeps going. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, it just um, creates more when it gets close. Yeah. Cool. There's usually a way in these applications to um, display like time instead of bars I just don't know how to do it in this program <sighs> but yeah I, I see wrestling in a whole as like you know TNA is just it's own thing running TNA I don't think it's going to go anywhere anytime soon you know Ring of Honor is doing it's own thing with AEW, you know, AEW, I don't know what's going to happen after this year with their contract dispute. Well, not really dispute, but just their contract in general. I, you know, WWE is going to go strong. There They're we go. I go figured strong. it out. So we're an hour 28 in? Yeah, an hour and 28 in. Andrew's going to love that. It's a lot easier to see it that way. Wow. Um, yeah, like AEW is just where it's at. TNA or WWE is gonna basically just stay where it's at right now. Hopefully, hopefully they stay where they're at right now because which we don't even know what's gonna happen. Like I see some, I see some unexpected releases coming soon because of some of the talent they're picking up. Um, I don't think a lot of this was planned, so I do think. Some of the lower end guys. I mean, they're always going to keep some lower end guys. Um, there we go. There's a lot of talk right now because I guess New Japan. What New Japan does is they go on a yearly basis, and all their contracts end in January. Okay. And they have a problem because now all their top stars are now going to be free agents at the end of the month, or already. You know, they had Will Ospreay basically just say, I'm signing with AEW. You yeah. know, Okada, he might go with WWE because he's already... I uh, could see him show, showing up in the Rumble. He can't. No? No, his contract doesn't end until the 31st. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel so, like the only real surprise we could probably get is MJF, and that's if. If. Huge if. Um... 
I feel like if they did get MJF and he was injured, but they wanted to have that MJF in the Rumble moment, yeah, they would probably just use him to eliminate Cody Rhodes. Um, because obviously the idea would be, okay, MJF eliminates Cody Rhodes and then is nowhere to be found. Yeah, but now CM Punk's fighting with Cody Rhodes. So now we're going to probably get a Cody... Well, that's Punk my point. So, so that's another point. Um, um, maybe. Maybe we'll get that. Maybe we'll get Seth Rollins and Punk. Who knows? Seth Rollins um, is hurt. Oh, he, he got... He got hurt. I know he got hurt, night. but was it bad? Apparently it's a leg injury, <coughs> but they don't know how severe it oh, is yet. So if they were to bring in MJF and he couldn't really come in full-time yet... I feel like they would bring him into the Rumble to set up a match with Cody Rhodes and MJF at WrestleMania. Um, only because of their history, it would make a lot of sense. Even fans that don't really know who MJF is, once they figure out who MJF is, they'd be like, oh, that makes complete sense. You know what I mean? Like, that's fucking storytelling. That's what people would say, like, damn, this shit's so fucking crazy. It's storytelling between both promotions here. <laughs> you know? I was telling Andrew today, I was like, you know, CM Punk and Cody Rhodes would be the, you know... The two top faces of AEW facing off into WWE. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's another thing, too. I could see them doing MJF and CM Punk at WrestleMania as well because that shit was gold. Like, and then MJF comes in and screws over fucking even CM Punk's chance in the main event at we WrestleMania. We don't even know what's going to happen in... in yeah. I think it's safe to say that it's probably going to be Roman Reigns and Rock at WrestleMania, but we'll see. I think we need to wait until the Royal Rumble happens and the Elimination Chamber is booked. We need to see what they book for Elimination Chamber before we can start yeah, really talking there, about that. Yeah, because there's talks because they're like, oh, well, The Rock is going to face Roman in Elimination Chamber, but that's not happening because he's already, they already said that he's not going to Elimination Chamber. Yeah. And apparently Roman only has three matches this year. Three, he's going to do the Royal Rumble. So what I think The Rock's going to do is I think The Rock is going to screw over Roman Reigns in the title match of the Royal Rumble. I don't think he's in the Royal Rumble. Um, That would just be too obvious. I think that they're going to set up Rock and Reigns for WrestleMania, non-title match. Um, cause it has nothing to do with the arena. Everyone was like, oh, they can do it at Elimination Chambers. It's a big arena. That has nothing to do with it. It has to do with buy rate. It has to do with watching. Like more people, I don't care where you put Elimination Chamber. More, you could put, you could put WrestleMania at the fucking Garden Arena at the MGM Grand with only 20,000 people or whatever. And more people are going to buy that fucking pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Because it's WrestleMania. Yeah, and I don't, I don't see them. Why do they need a title in that match, anyways? Well, they, they don't. I can see them screwing him over, and I can see. And that's that's the idea of the Rock screwing over Reigns. So the idea is to screw over Reigns. Randy Orton becomes champion, and to set up Cody and Randy Orton. So. Or you can have. You can have. Reigns gets screwed over by L.A. Knight or something, or A.J., because A.J.'s the heel right now. So Rock screws him over, A.J. wins, and then you have A.J. and Punk at Elimination Chamber. <coughs> Punk wins the title, Cody wins the Elimination Chamber. Well, I think if you do that, you you might as well do an Elimination Chamber match for the title, because those are the most fun. When the big prize is on the line in the Elimination Chamber, oh, those are the most fun. And if you're going to give the people in that big-ass arena a treat, you put that fucking belt on the line in the Elimination Chamber. That could be a possibility, too, because if Roman's only going to do three matches a year, why is he a champion? But I understand the And that's why I think Rock's going to screw him over. Whether AJ wins or Randy Orton wins, I think Rock's going to screw him over because that's going to start churning the wheels. You know what I mean? Like, getting things going um, to get Rock and Reigns. Well, I can see that, too. Like, Cody wins the Rumble, and then he goes back-to-back chant or back-to-back Rumbles because no one's done it since Stone Cold, apparently. Yeah. And even without the title, I still think that Roman Reigns and The Rock are going to main event one of the nights of WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, if I had to guess, Roman Reigns and The Rock will main event night one at WrestleMania or night two. 
I think it's more likely night two of WrestleMania. Yeah. And I think night one will be CM Punk. Yeah. So. Because I guarantee, like, I know that Cody Rhodes has a handshake deal with Triple H. He doesn't have it in his contract to finish the story because he didn't want it that way. Um, he wanted to prove that he deserves to be champion. He wanted to prove that the fans would be on his side. Um, so I guarantee you, CM Punk said, I want a WrestleMania event. I want a, a WrestleMania main event, last match on the fucking card. I don't care if I lose. I don't care if there's a title on the line. I don't care if I walk out not a champion. I just, I want that main event. Like, and I think they went, that's fair. You know, like, he's not demanding victories. He's not demanding, like, he's just demanding exactly what he wants. And we can respect that. And same thing with Cody Rhodes. Like, he's not going to go in there and be like, you have to give me what I want if you want me to sign this contract. Because what kind of champion is that? Like, you were just given it because you demanded it in your contract. It's kind of, it's kind of shitty. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I think that's why Cody Rhodes low key might be frustrated right now. And I think that's the original reason why CM Punk got tired of AEW is because they put him as the poster boy, the the main guy, the champion. He's like, I didn't want the championship. I wanted to help out, but yeah, you know, all these other guys deserve championships before CM Punk did, really, because CM Punk's already done it. Yeah. You know, and I think CM Punk really wanted to help out, and then just all that shit happened, and who knows what happened between them and the fucking thing. And when um, when when Crazy Steve, was it Crazy Steve and Tommy Dreamer? Yeah. Well, yeah, when Crazy Steve pulled out that big black bag, I yelled out, "Do you have the real world title inside of that bag?" <laughs> uh, it, it was just weird. His thing is the forks and. And like all those plastic. Oh, I knew it wasn't. I was just like making. It was like all those forks, and I'm like (laughs) the guy next to me appreciated it. He was like, "That's funny." (sighs) It'd be funny, like in like ten, fifteen years, CM Punk gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, and he just walks up with a black bag. Doesn't give a fuck. Just walks up with a black bag. Pulls out the AW World Title. This is technically still my championship. I never lost it, <laughs> and I just wanted to point it out here at a WWE Hall of Fame event. Tell me when I'm telling lies. <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Oh my God, did you know that he was going to do that Triple H?" I proved it. <laughs> I asked him if he would throw it in the trash can, but he said no. <laughs> I don't think CM Punk will ever go back to AEW, but I do think Cody Rhodes will. Oh, yeah. I can see that. You know, now that there's more changes and stuff like that, you know, he's kind of already proved that he's a big face. (laughs) She couldn't prove an AEW because everyone is kind of, like, fickle. When it comes to AEW. Well, not just that, but guys like Brian Danielson are getting to do the things that Cody Rhodes wanted to do. Cody Rhodes just needed to be patient. You know what I mean? Like, he wanted to be the booker. He wanted to, you know, do the, the daddy thing. Um, like his dad did, you know? Yeah. Um, and his dad did it multiple times. You know how many times he's quit WCW and came back to WCW? Yeah, and ECW and fucking... It was everywhere. He did everything. Um, and I think, I think Cody Rhodes even probably told Triple H that he's like, I want to be world champion. I want to be WWE. I mean, Dusty was big champion. TNA. Yeah, like he probably told Triple H, like, yeah, I'll probably go back one day, but I, I I need to accomplish something that means something to me. I think that match that um that match that Dustin Rhodes had was actually pretty good. You know? Yeah, Dustin Rhodes is going to face Christian Cage, which is going to probably be a good bout. I know that feeling. Walking and holding your side like that. <laughs> I, I, think, know, I know that feeling. I think she has a handful of years on you. 
Nah, my back's been spasming. I, I fucking worked out the other day, and, like, it's just... It's spasming. I was supposed to have a, a training session tomorrow, but now my mom's coming down, so I'm going to have to probably cancel that. Right. <clears throat> I'm going to try to cancel it. I don't even care. It's free. It's not like I'm paying for it. Yeah. What are they going to do? <laughs> it's like, I'm not getting paid for it. You're not getting paid for it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Fitness, Fitness 19 really wants me to buy their training sessions. And I'm like, I don't need it. And he's like, well, I'll give you another free training session just to think about it. Uh, trying to make that money. That's all they care about, money. It's all these wrestling companies care about. TNA, AEW, WWE, all they care about is money. I don't think they should do the Young Bucks. I um I don't think they should do Sting's last match as a tag team match. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, when, when have you ever seen him wrestle at a singles match in AEW? No. I don't think he has that contract. The thing is... The thing is, he can't... He does a lot in these competitions, but every match that he's had so far has been false count anywhere, no disqualification. Like, it's been exciting, but I don't think he can go one-on-one in a ring anymore. Like, Imagine... Imagine if they do the, the Bucks... Versus Sting and Darby Allen at Revolution. They have this fucking amazing five-star Dave Meltzer match. And then at the end of the match, Goldberg comes out and says, One more. Just one more, buddy. <laughs> and then we get it at double or nothing. <laughs> I don't uh, see that happening, but... That'd be cool, though, right? <laughs> Because it would even fit with the name Double or Nothing. <laughs> uh. I was low-key thinking that Goldberg was going to show up at TNA. I was like, what if they got Goldberg? That'd be weird. I kind of knew it was going to be Nick Nemeth or something like that. I thought, you know who I thought it was going to be if it wasn't going to be a big, big guy? Um, I thought it was going to be... Uh, What's his face from uh, Retribution? Oh, Ali? Ali, yeah. I thought it was going to be him. And He's then, in New Japan right now. He's doing a couple... Well, not just that, but I heard that um, he's been boosting like ticket sales for like all these indie promotions. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe TNA jumped the gun. I mean, Mustafa <laughs> Ali, he's a good performer. He's just... Yeah. Apparently he got... Uh, he's very vocal, just... As much as like MJF is. Apparently he, he pushes the ticket sales though, like... AEW probably has their eye on him now, too. If he's in Japan right now, though. I just think that he's very vocal, and I honestly think that AEW doesn't need another vocal guy in there. Because you know, well, as well, he's going to go into AEW, and he's going to demand things, and everyone's going to be like, no... Yeah. <laughs> and then he's going to be like, well, fuck you, and then walk out, thinking he's a bigger star. Did you ever finish watching Battle of the Belts? I remember watching it. Yeah. Man, that FTR um, House of Black match was so fucking good. Yeah. Like, that was that was a good, a good matchup. That's proof that Andrew doesn't watch enough wrestling because he missed classic for sure that's not his thing um i do think the chris jericho sammy Guevara street fight would be his thing because there's a lot of storytelling elements in it and he apparently is into that more story-sided he doesn't like chris jericho because he touches women in the wrong way (laughs) (laughs) he touches his wife in the wrong way (laughs) i know what you do to your tesla I'm gonna plug this into the charger port. I mean, I'm <laughs> see if it I'm zaps re- me. I'm pretty sure he's like, I don't want. He doesn't like Jericho. He hates Jericho. He doesn't like Sammy. You know, you know, Sammy and him are pretty much related because they're both Mexican. 
<laughs> we're canceled. No one's gonna. <laughs> no one's gonna be this far into the podcast. The only person who has potential. The only person who might have the potential to reach tell that line. Tell me what I'm telling lies. Tell they're me what both, I'm telling no, They're both Mexican, aren't they? Uh, we're <laughs> we're fucking canceled at an hour and forty five minutes. <laughs> Where's the lie? At this rate, we need, we need to get Donald Trump to endorse the podcast at this rate because we're just uh, we're really crossing lines here. Did you see, he won the Iowa caucus, which isn't surprising at all. Yeah, it's I Iowa. Know. My dad's like, "You're never going to be a president again." I'm like, "He got crazy ass fans." There's two states that Trump will completely steal. Iowa's one of them. The other one's Texas. Um, the other ones we won't really know. Those are the two states that you can't really determine who you think is going to win because they're very far right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then you got, like, what, Colorado and another state that just banned them off the ballot entirely? Which won't matter. Most most of those states are probably going to vote for Nikki Haley, so, if they do have Republicans. Because um, I don't even think the votes would go to uh, Ron DeSantis because he's still, like, a Trump mini. Um, and they see that shit. So I'm not surprised at all. Everyone's like, oh my God, I can't believe he's like taking Iowa. And I'm just like, it's fucking Iowa. If he wasn't taking Iowa, you should suspect it's rigged because you should, you apparently have never been to fucking Iowa. (laughs) You think Trump's racist. Don't go to Iowa. (laughs) A lot of those states are. Not uh, really racist. They're just, you know. Racism lives in Iowa, bro. <laughs> yeah. Iowa and Idaho are two, some, some of the most racist states out there. Iowa Iowa is for lovers, but, you know, it has to be that straight love. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty, much. Pretty much. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Yeah. <laughs> So, I was for lovers. So but, yeah, but not that way. Andrew's cut. <laughs> Andrew's cousin, Sammy Guevara. I got you. Yeah, and then like you know, apparently he don't like him. Like he doesn't just like anybody on that on that thing. I thought he used to like Sammy. He did, but then like he just calls him mid all the time. He's like he's just mid. Well, MJF tried to tell us. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I don't even think. Andrew likes MGF. He probably likes MGF. But he probably doesn't like MGF because he probably, you know, CM Punk convinced him that he's not good. So, like, the only people that he likes are just basically in WWE now. And I understand. He likes WWE. He's always been a WWE mark. He never liked WCW. We, we've watched WCW. We watched ECW. You know, we watched all those programs. He, he was just a WWE guy, and he's always going to be a WWE guy. I, I don't... I think, I, think number, I think number 30 in the Royal Rumble should be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> uh, you know, that might be a draw day for all we know. Yeah. It could be. We don't have any real true rumors that Andrade is out of AEW. I haven't looked for him on the AEW roster page yet. Let's see. Oh, he's completely off. They already announced in the media scrum that he really he got released. Or he not released, he just left. Because Tony Khan said at the last media scrum, he's like, yeah, you know, he's done with with us, and we wish him all the best. Yeah, yeah, he's gone, gone. Yeah. I can't wait until we get the bang bang scissor gang. The bang bang scissor gang. That was the. <laughs> I was like, if that shirt comes out, you're buying it because I bought the last one. You you know? <laughs> did you see how much the guns fucking face slid up when they heard those words? I was like, that actually sounds cool. <laughs> you know they're gonna win the ROH six man titles, right? Yeah. And you know what's going to happen? They're, they're going to face each other, and it's going to be like, they're going to go through this epic thing, and they're going to face each other into like a no contest, and you're like, you know what? Like, we're better as, you know, like, forget trios. We're great as uh, 
They got six people there, so yeah, they're like, like a yeah. faction. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, we're, we're the best six-man tag team there is, because there are six-man tag belts, and there's six men. Actually, no, there's yeah, there's six men, so they're the best six-man tag. You know what MJF should do when he comes back? He shouldn't even come back and feud with Adam Cole right away. He should come back and start coming to the ring with a black bag. But instead of the world title, he should pull out a devil's mask. <laughs> uh. Uh, the devil thing is just like, eh. Just making sure. I'm like, uh-oh. I mean, there's a logical thing where he might come back and, you know... Like, once Adam Cole's healthy again, and then Warlow starts coming up with that championship, Warlow's gonna win the championship, and then he's gonna be like, you know, a fan favorite, and he's like, oh, I got a friend. We we kind of made up actually, and then him and Warlow are gonna tag against the undisputed yeah. kingdom. I could see that. I'll bring back the pinnacle. MJF becomes a uh, part of the Bang Bang Scissor game. I was really hoping that the <laughs> Devil's Henchman was going to be like Wardlow, FTR, even fucking um, what's his face, uh, the guy that left AEW recently, um, Sean Spears, um, and the dude in the Devil was just totally Blanchard. Oh, that would have been dope. That would have been fucking dope. I've been like, oof. Didn't even see the pinnacle coming from behind. Yeah, Blanchard's totally out of uh, wrestling now. He's now doing correctional yeah. um, rehabilitation or something like yeah. that. <clears throat> I'm really curious of what's going on with Adam Cole, though, because we haven't really heard anything about him getting legit surgery or... He hurt. He's got that boot. But yeah, maybe it is one of those things where they're just keeping him off. Like, you know, when, when Bowen's got hurt and, you know, he was in that wheelchair for the longest time. Give him six months time. And then basically, I think once he started, it was like, hey, I'm healed. And then MJF comes out and he goes, hey, so am I, bitch. <laughs> you know? And then they start a fight. Could be a possibility. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Got to get past Royal Rumble first. If MJF comes out at number thirty, we won't really have any more opinions about him coming back to AEW. I'm curious of how that pop would be though, because. You had to expect that there probably are people that have no idea who the fuck he is. It's gonna be interesting to see where like Mercedes Monet comes too. She might. I think she's gonna go into the WWE, but I think she already signed. Ring of, they already said that she got signed to Ring of Honor or uh, AEW. Yeah, I think she already signed her contract. Technically, Ring of Honor because that's probably where she's gonna be. But yeah, I also think there's a chance that we could get Ronda Rousey as well. We're gonna get a pretty stacked fucking women roster. Like, I think she's just doing it for fun. Like That's gonna, my point. Like, she's the perfect signing for Tony Khan. Like, she gets attention. She gets people talking. But he has no problem only working her, like, two or three matches a year. Yeah, and I think they're you all going to be West Coast matches. And I think they're all going to be in L.A. That's why I say that we're probably going to get Ronda Rousey because I don't... She might go to Vegas. Yeah. So, that wouldn't surprise me at all because Tony Khan has no problem signing super part-time people. Um... And I'm hoping that when Mock said that Maria Shafir is Blackpool Combat Club, maybe Ronda could be. That's what I mean, yeah. Like, when I heard that too, I thought the same thing. And I'm like, hmm, I think it's coming. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Um, but I do I do think we're going to get Ronda, mainly because this is probably the perfect company for her to just 
chill and not do too much. She can do the Jake Hager What's thing, you know? Yeah. And I think that's kind of what she sees for her career in wrestling is just kind of being the muscle, not being the talent, you know? So I think we're going to get Ronda. Um, completely separate time that we're going to get Monet. Um, I think Monet is going to show up. I think Monet is going to show up at Revolution. I think Monet's debut match it will be at uh, Double or Nothing, probably. All in. I think it'll take that long. Yeah. If if she doesn't have a match until All In, then I don't think she's coming until like a Forbidden Door. Well, or all something. In's not until what? That's the next August. Part. It goes Revolution and then Double or Nothing, unless Tony Khan starts sliding more pay per views again. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe double or nothing, but maybe she'll face the uh, yeah, Perrazzo. Deidre Perrazzo. Yeah, Perrazzo. Yeah, I always um, forget her first name. I could see that. Um, I could see her doing a match with uh, Britt Baker. Um, it really depends on how hurt she is, too, because she says she's hurt. That's why she hasn't been on TV. All we know is she had a lot of demands, and that's the only reason she's not showing up at the Rumble. Which is probably good. She probably wants to not change her mind anyways, because if she does change her mind, she's going to fuck it up for her friend. Who? Trinity. Oh, the she's not showing up. Uh, that's what I mean. If Sasha Banks. Yeah. If Sasha Banks shows up at the, at the Rumble, she's going to fuck her friend over. Um, which I think she knows that. I, I don't think she'll do it. Now that she knows... More, she knows more than we fucking know. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't think. I think it's kind of cool that they allowed, like, Bailey and them to, like, fucking watch the Impact thing. Yeah. They were up there behind the announcers. I think they were like a little above though, like because there was the announcers in that box. And yeah. They were seating above. I think they were just high enough to where they wouldn't be in the camera shot. I like how they do that now. They don't have like a table, like an announcer's table. It's actually kind of like a a grand stage of. Okay. You know, kind of a grand box. That's kind of kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun event. It was pricey. No yellow towels for us. I know. I was like, I want a yellow towel because everyone had a yellow towel. And I was like, <laughs> no yellow towels, just in certain seats. Yeah. Got to pay $110 to get a yellow towel. <laughs> no, that was basically like when the thing, that, the thing that pissed me off is they didn't even have those at the merch booth. Yeah. When TNA started, that's that was their gimmick. They, that's all they sold was those yellow towels. So you've always seen them, and they were like little rally well, towels. Well, they didn't sell them. They gave those ones away. There were no fucking yellow towels for sale. But on eBay, let's see how much they're going for on eBay. Those motherfuckers. Probably way too towels. much. I'll give them five dollars. <laughs> I've been trying to look for... Because I want to collect all the Double or Nothing posters that we've been to. The only one I can't get... Nothing came up for me. Um, I searched just TNA to see. My... Let's 
don't see any on here. No yellow towels, those fucking hoarders. But they have uh, TNA Impact World Championship, the last one they had. Yeah. You can get a title for 139 bucks. It's actually not bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's you can get not the, bad. The old uh, TNA Championship, the one that AJ and all them held for 166. That's not bad either. Which one? The one, the cool looking one. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. I wouldn't mind grabbing I wouldn't mind having that. This is adult size and stuff, too. Hopefully they bring back that shitty TNA video game. <laughs> I don't want them to fix anything with it. I want the shitty TNA video game. Even the old TNA, the, the Moose one... That they had was yeah. 139. It's not bad. This one's $96. <laughs> All those replicas come from like Saudi Arabia and stuff, which is funny. But anyways, yeah, I've been trying to collect all the posters from, like, the ones. The only one I can't find is the CM Punk and Hangman one. So, you know how I had that that special edition one with Punk and, or, uh, with Kenny and Jericho? Yeah. Which I got number two. Which is kind of cool. Because I've been seeing them sold on, um, eBay, and they're like, oh, yeah, number five, number six. <laughs> Yeah. They're going for a high price. I'm like, I have number two. Mine would be way higher. And I made sure when, as soon as I got that thing, I didn't. I unfolded it and I put it in a frame instantly. But I have the poster from the last year's one. And I want to get the one for CM Punk, but I can't find it anywhere. On eBay, at least. <clears throat> Which one? The Double or Nothing poster. Yeah, yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about now. <clears throat> I found one. It was... I think that was the year... It was the House of Black versus Death Triangle. Yeah. So I found that one, which I might get. But that one was kind of pricey. Because I guess it was limited or something like that. I think they do have a poster for Anarchy in the Arena, which would be kind of cool to have too, but I don't know. Let's see. Rampage did 398000 Smackdown did a 2.384, which both are slightly down from their previous week. Smackdown ain't going to be getting 2. fucking 4s and 2.5s when they're on USA. Not everyone has fucking USA. Mm. That's the only reason they'd be raw. It has nothing to do with it being a better show. Smooth. <coughs> oh, yeah. I asked Andrew if he wanted to do the Super Bowl down here as well, but I don't think he's going to do that. I might do a little thing for the Super Bowl, but probably not. Yeah. I gotta check these tour dates. I'm just curious. Come on, motherfucker. 
But I think Vegas is the spot for pro wrestling, honestly. I think so, too. Because, like, there's been some pretty good events, and, and, you know, they got small venues for these pro wrestling events. I mean, the Palms, I mean, it wasn't that big of a venue, but it looked packed, and it looked sold out. Looked better than a lot of Impact tapings. Why I honestly think AEW needs to go back to the MGM and just make that. Uh, I hope they do go back to the MGM. Um, I'm kind of curious of why they haven't. It is a smaller venue, but I kind of wonder if WWE has something to do with it. No, because they did the MGM. They did... um, before they did uh, Double or Nothing last year, they were at the MGM Grand Garden Arena for uh, taping Dynamite and stuff. I guess Saturday, February 3rd um, in Los Angeles, California, they're having a GCW event called The Colder, the Coldest Winter 2. Yeah, that's... Um, yeah, that's Super Bowl weekend. I guess Violent J is going to be at that event. That's pretty cool. He was on some NWA stuff recently, too. Alright, what's this episode called? Mm. Yeah, we're getting, like, up there. Yeah, we are. He's going to be pissed. Let's see... Try not to make too much ruffling. We call this episode. Let's see. What should this episode be called? The longest episode ever? One of the longest episodes ever. What was the longest one we've had? I feel like we had a three hour one once. (laughs) But I don't know. I don't know. Andrew would know if we ever broke this record. All right, this is it. Episode, what did I say? 86? Fuck. Um, yeah, it's 86. All right, 86. We're out. Wait.